0: Facilitated by Margie Black starts on February 15th. Prosperity Plus 2, a 10-week prosperity course, will begin February, mid-February with two options. Uh, Thursday mornings with Karen Oney via Zoom, and Tuesday evenings in person with Reverend Pat and Reverend Tony. And are you ready for dancing, food, and fun? Uh, we're hosting a Mardi Gras dance on Friday, February 17th. The location is Breck School in Golden Valley, and tickets are available in the bookstore on our website. We're excited to welcome representatives of the cookie cart this morning. The cookie cart bakers are classrooms where hundreds of teens uh, learn and build skills for successful lives. Visit our guests in the Garden Court to learn more and enjoy a cookie, too. Details of these and all of our upcoming events and activities um, are in your bulletin, on the website, um, Facebook page, and our weekly e-newsletters, or you can email or call the church office. And now we welcome, or please join Reverend Tony with our opening prayer.
1: Thank you, Teresa. Join me now. as we step into this consciousness of prayer, a consciousness of connection with all that is, we do so taking in that deep breath. And as we do that, we say, thank you, God. Thanks for this day. This amazingly beautiful, quite cold day. It is in that time though that we breathe in this crisp air and it fills our bodies with a life, with joy. On this day, we connect with all those here in this room and all of those who are watching via technology. We connect and we know that there is only one Oneness. There is only God. And each of us are a unique manifestation of that oneness, bringing our gifts and our dreams and our visions into this moment. We hold each other in our hearts. We hold in our hearts those who are traveling this day. Those who are feeling pain at loss, feeling the pain of separation. We hold them in our hearts and we hold for them in the knowing that there is only oneness and that there is in each moment God. And that is comfort. We give thanks for the blessings that flow to us through us. And we open ourselves to each other and to our world with love and compassion, with patience, and with a deep desire to understand and to heal. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Join us as you are able and let us sing again. I believe it. God is our source. So let the choir come and let us sing.
2: me every Last time, I sing I God again. God, God is, is my source. God is, God is my, power. God my power. God gives me everything I need. So I give thanks, thanks for all my blessings. God gives me everything.
1: Good morning, good morning. We are in good voice this morning. Thank you, choir. (laughs) We are in good voice this morning, and welcome. And welcome to those who are coming to us, seeing us, um, live stream. We feel your energy. I hope you feel ours, and welcome to you as well. It's a great day, is it not? Even for people who think they can go skiing in this weather. It's cold out there. I'm so glad you're here with us today, all of you. Um, We have an amazing day. The choir's here, the music is awesome. Karen Ani's going to be doing our meditation, and I'm going to try to be doing the lesson today. So let's see what happens. And if you're here for the first time, because we are an open and welcoming community, and we like to welcome those and honor those who have come to us for the first time. Or maybe it's your second time and it feels like your first time. If you would raise your hand and let the ushers see who you are so that we can give you a gift. Are we all home folk today? Whoa. All right. Welcome, everybody. Yes. Welcome. I think that's one of the first times in a long time that I've been in a service where we haven't had at least one visitor. All right. It, I know, it's cold out. I got that. I got that. I got that. It's such an amazing, it's such an amazing community, um, and I think people feel that, that warmth and that connection, and so they step in. If you are first time with us live stream, please know that you are welcome. Know that you are welcome and that there is a way that you can connect with us. Um, there's a digital card, and if you can click that and fill it out. And send it in to us, then we'll reach out to you and someone from our staff will call you um, and let you know how welcome, how glad we are that you are here with us. And oh, by the way, we have a lot of people traveling right now. We have some who are back, but we got some others who are, who are traveling. So let's remember to hold them in our prayers as they travel. Uh, Reverend Pat and Eddie are on vacation. God bless them. And they'll be back soon. So let's hold all of those folks in our prayers as well today. Because we are welcoming. And because I forgot to say this last week. I did, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you're welcome here. I know that. And several people reminded me last Sunday that I forgot (laughs) to say that. (laughs) And I'm glad they did because I never would not want to say that it is so important to us here and now if you would I would ask you to join me as we share together our mission statement who we are why we're here why we're here and it's found in your order of service and so let us say it together together we are a vibrant inclusive prosperous spiritual community inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer education, and service. And now the reading of our daily word. Jason?
3: Now we move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is prosperity. I broaden my perspective of prosperity. When I think of prosperity, I may think of financial wealth or my possessions. I may even feel tempted to compare my life to someone else's and feel as though I may come up short in comparison. Today, my understanding of prosperity grows. Feeling safe and secure in who I am is prosperity. Knowing I am gloriously made in the image of God is priceless. Realizing the abundance of the natural world and partaking of it is a gift. All of these things are wonderful reminders that I reside in the kingdom of heaven. The more I appreciate the riches of the material world, the more I am aware I am of my greatest prosperity my oneness with god as scripture says in matthew 6 26 look at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they the word for today is prosperity
4: gently close our eyes to the outside world and bring our attention to our bodies scan your body for any tension or tightness and with that gentle awareness release the areas of held tension soften your shoulders relax your hands and ease any tension in your face Now, take a deep breath in and a long, slow exhalation. As we are slowing down, we are preparing our heart and mind to realize our unity with God. Every heartbeat is in agreement, and every thought in unity. As our minds still, we enter the secret place of the Most High, where each of us may dwell and be safe. We acknowledge that God abides always at the center of our being as perfect health, prosperity, power, and wisdom, ready to come forth into manifestation at any moment we claim it. We reach out in courage, stretching ourselves in the direction of the dream we are aspiring to achieve. We broaden our horizons as we dare to dream, envisioning reaching our highest potential. We know and understand fears and obstacles may come our way. And instead of stopping or blocking our vision, Let us see these fears with curious eyes. We can open to the lessons and the growth they provide us, yet never let them stop us from achieving our dream. From lessons in truth, Emily Cady reminds us to deny the power that fear has over our lives and affirm, I am spirit, therefore, I am all power, all wisdom, all knowledge, and all love. My God is bigger than any of my fears, and I stand tall with conviction and faith that I am one with this all-powerful God. Let us move into the silence and contemplate the quote from the book In the Flow of Life by Eric Butterworth. He states, fear, worry, and anger are conditioned reflexes to outside stimuli. When we really know that life is lived from within out, then no matter what happens around us or to us, we can always get into the transcendent flow from within. As we slowly begin to come back into this space, let us gently open and expand our heart energy. We open up to our community around us to help fulfill our dreams and desires. We are a powerful community holding each other up in prayer and reminding us of our power and strength. In gratitude, we say thank you, God. Amen.
1: It's amazing. It's truly amazing. Thank you. Fear. Interesting word to close out a month where we were pulled by a vision and then pushed, instead of being pushed by the pain. But the title of this lesson today, A Companion Called Fear. Last night, I was watching a news show it was last night or the night before when they when they showed the video of Tyree Nichols. I have a young man who is so very important to me. He is 19. 18. Please don't make him any older than he is right now. He's 18. He's biracial. And I watched that young man being beaten to death for doing what he had been told to do by his father. Don't resist. Don't run away. Do what they tell you. And maybe you'll be okay. I watched that father say, what am I supposed to do? He did everything I told him to do when he's dead. He's murdered. My blood pressure shot up. My heart constricted. And all I could think about was my young 18-year-old who is angry right now at the world, as so many 18-year-olds are. And he has even more reason to be angry. And what if it were him? And all I could think of, all I could feel was fear. Fear. Because it was danger. And my body and my mind, because fear begins in the mind, folks. Fear begins in our minds. What we decide to fear is something we've learned because it's dangerous, we think. When I first started this investigation, as I do for these, for these lessons, I looked up the definition of fear. <clears throat> and I'm always thinking that fear is, you know, that the, the saber-toothed tiger that, that our bodies tell us are going to eat us, and so we learned that if we do certain things, that saber-toothed tiger won't kill us. And we've evolved into, well, now we didn't think we had any saber-toothed tigers. But we still have fear. Fear has, is that state of mind that because we have this innateness within us, triggers the amygdala to trigger this nervous system to release cortisol and adrenaline, and we go, holy shit. And our initial reaction is to run, or freeze, or fight. Our neocortex has helped us over the millennia to evolve into an understanding that I have a choice about what I do, And then I can look at what's scaring me, what I'm afraid of, and determine whether there's really a sense of fear needed here. And for the most part, we've recognized things like that. Except that now, what we're afraid of, which is what we were afraid of then, it just takes a new form, is loss. Or death. When the saber toothed tiger came after us, we feared death. Today we fear death. We may not talk about it, but we do have that. Until we can look at it and understand it, there's a fear of death, but there's also the fear of loss. What are we afraid to lose? Face, monetary respect home, job, friends. I will tell you that um, my fear this morning was that because I knew this had to, I had to bring this to you because that's where I was, that I would lose in here. That there would be people who say, why is She bringing that up and tune me out. That's my fear. Well, folks, sorry, but this is me. And this is what I feel like needs to be said. And I hope you will understand that. And if you don't, God bless you. You'll find another place where you'll have to face this concept of fear. Because you can't hide from it. You can't run away from it. And you can't hide from that which you fear it will keep coming back until you turn around and you face it. And you look it in the eye and you say, what's what's this about? What can I learn? As I was doing my, uh, my research, I found a couple of interesting things that come up for me. One, I remembered Einstein's quote, is your universe friendly. When he was asked, what's the most important question we need answered? His answer immediately was, is your universe friendly? That defines your worldview. If your universe is friendly, you will tend to find things that are friendly. You will see them in a friendly way. And if it's an enemy, if it's not... Everything's going to look really shitty. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, But it's, it's important for us to begin with looking at fear. Is fear our friend or is our foe? It was designed early on to save us. It's about survival. And so now we have to look at what do we mean by survival? What are we surviving from? So one, we have to look at that. I found some other definitions which I found very interesting. I found one in a quote in uh, Teach Us to Pray by um, Charles and Cora Fillmore. All fears rest upon thought, and if the thought foundation can be broken up, the fear will vanish. Science also tells us fear is mental. It comes from thought. The other one, which I really like, and it's worth repeating because Karen used it in her meditation from In the Flow of Life by Eric Butterworth. Fear and worry and anger are conditioned reflexes to outside stimuli. When we really know that life is lived within out, then no matter what happens around us, to us, we can always get into get up into the transcendent flow from within. Last night, as I sat there and watched my fear grow, what I did remember was that fear is my seeing just a part of an arc of a larger circle that I can't see the whole of there is something larger than me, and I can take a deep breath and stay in that space. Then my fear can come down. I'm not ignoring the danger, but I am recognizing that I have choices about how I respond to that danger. Whether that danger is losing my job, losing a partner, Dying, losing respect, because those are the things that we tend to fear these days. Most of us anyway, but not all. Because on the night that Tyree Nichols died, he faced a saber-toothed tiger. And the, the skills that he had been asked to use didn't work. (laughs) They didn't work. Last week, Reverend Kevin talked about collective vision and individual vision, and that it was important to make sure that we had an individual vision or dream. That we could step into and work with, toward, and see it manifested. And that when enough individuals shared a dream, there was so much more power in that. Where two or more of us are gathered, there's a power. The collective vision can be so very powerful when we hold the same vision and we work toward that. And I began to think, what is my vision in my life? And what do we as a community and a nation and the world hold as a collective vision? We say It's peace and justice and equality. That's what we say. What do we fear? Losing status? Being the bottom of the social rung? People who look different from us? believe different from us? What are our actions that support that vision individually and collectively? I can't answer that totally. I can see it for myself, but I ask you to see what your vision, what is your fear in that time? How does your fear impact your day-to-day? We have a number of things that are real. We do. We've got a number of saber-toothed tigers hanging out there. And we need to recognize that. And then we need to look at it and understand where it comes from and why it's reacting the way it is to us. And then how are we reacting to it? This is not going where I thought it was going to go. And that's okay. Hmm. We have the power to make these visions a reality. I have the power within me. I have the ability to choose actions, thoughts. Let's go first there. Thoughts. I have the a power to choose the thoughts that I think about any moment of my life. And how I see it and what I think about it is what makes it real. So do you, every one of you. We as a collective have the power to choose the thoughts we hold, the actions we take, the remembrance that there is something larger than us, there is a circle that we can't see the totality of, and we have to be open to the possibilities. I was, I was watching Breaking the News one day this week, one night this week, and, and, and it's Jenna, I think it is her name, She's, she was talking, they were talking about the economy, and she said, you know, I forget the reporter that she was talking to. And he he said, we're getting mixed signals from the experts. But what we are finding is that if we claim there's going to be a recession, there will be a recession. If we claim and speak the words that there is an abundance, that things are getting better, that there is flow... See, thoughts held in mind create in the outer after their kind. And most of the time, that works. And then a saber-toothed tiger comes along who's only holding negative, angry. But why? Why? Why, why, why? So we have to understand not hide from the thing we fear. Why is it acting this way? And what is mine to do to change that, to help change? I can't change that person, but I can help change situations. I can stand up and say that we have to, in fact, figure out a way to restructure our peace-keeping systems. We have to find a way to do that. We have to find a way to make sure that the Earth is protected and honored. So we understand it. We can't hide from it because it'll keep coming back. We have to understand it. We have to face it and understand it and know that it is attached to death or loss. What is it I'm afraid to lose? And go from there. What am I afraid to lose? Is that realistic? Because the third thing is that we can, if we can see fear as a teacher, if we can see fear as highlighting, spotlighting something that is out of balance in my life, in our world, then I can begin to dig into it and figure out what I need to change. My thoughts, my actions. And if as a collective we are willing to do that and be honest with ourselves about it, we can also make change. We can find and allow the foundation that fear is built upon to break up. And then the fear itself is dissipated. because fear was originally set up to help us survive. So let's make it our friend. It's not so much it's a friend. Let's understand that it is there to help us find and highlight that which is out of balance in our lives. And it brings danger in out of balance. I reached out to that young man last night. Because the last time we were together, he challenged me to see things differently. He said, Nani, you've been brainwashed now. He's he's 18, okay? (laughs) And he's seeing the world in a whole different way than I did when I was growing up. And my initial reaction was to tell him, you need to read more material in the other end of the spectrum. And what he told me was, no, you need to read more material on this end of the spectrum. And I did. I began to do that. What was he reading? What was he absorbing as his model for the world? Some of it I will never agree with. I I don't think. But then again, I have to stay open to that. Because it scares me a little, because it's very different from the world I grew up in. But what if it's right? What if it's partly right? What if it's mostly right? And I'm not seeing it, because I'm afraid of losing the world I grew up in. Fear can be a companion. Fear is a companion if we hold it and respect it and then begin to understand where it came from. And we have the brain power, the choice, the spiritual understanding to say there is something bigger than me and I don't see the whole picture. And let me explore. Let me take the steps needed to see the larger picture in life. Hmm. I want to close today with a poem by Khalil Gibran. His his poem on fear. It is said that before entering the sea, a river trembles with fear. She looks back at the path she has traveled from the peaks of the mountains, the long winding road crossing forests and villages. And in front of her, she sees an ocean so vast that to enter there seems nothing more than to disappear forever. But there's no other way. The river cannot go back. Nobody can go back. To go back is impossible in existence. The river needs to take the risk of entering the ocean because only then will fear disappear because that's where the river will know it's not about disappearing into the ocean but of becoming the ocean, becoming the true oneness. That is our power, that is our vision, and that is our call. God bless you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What a blessing. What an absolute blessing. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling just, you know, I'm just feeling overwhelmed with it. I've sung in some choirs in my lifetime. I sometimes wish I wasn't the minister so I could sing in this choir too. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll, well, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. I maybe should have kept my mouth shut. We'll talk. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank you. We're so blessed to be in this place with this energy and this music and with all of you here. And at this time in our service, for those of you live streaming and for those of us here, it's a time for us to Step actively into that cycle of giving and receiving, of receiving our blessing and giving blessing, of making that offering to this community and to the work and the purpose of this community, Unity Minneapolis. You can do that in so many different ways, and you all know those ways. Um, for the for the electronic giving, for the physical giving here, the QR codes, the checks, the mail. All of those are opportunities for us to give financially to this community as we each give also of our time and our talent. So I encourage you to do that. I'm going to ask the ushers to come forward now. And as they come forward, I'm going to ask you again today, see in your hand the gift you give, the financial gift you give, whether it's physically in your hand or you use that power of imaging that we have, to see it here and to know it, to hold it there, bless it, and let us say together our offertory blessing. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am, and so it is.
2: saw and I can't forget it I heard what I heard and I can't go back I know what I know and I can't deny it something along the road cut me to the soul your pain has changed me your dream spines your face a memory. Your hope of fire. Your courage asks me what I am afraid of and what I know of love. We've done what we've done, and we can't erase it. We are what we are, and it's more than enough. We have what we have, but it's no substitution. Something along the road just cut me to my soul. Oh, your pain has changed me, your dreams inspires is a memory your hope a fire your courage asks me hey what I am afraid of
1: moment in this place we bless these offerings we bless what came comes in today we bless what comes in the mail we bless our constant our consistent givers the gifts and the givers those who share in our mission our vision our love And we take these gifts and we return them out again as blessings to our community at large, our unity community, and to the world. Moving into that transformed world based on love, peace, and compassion. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, Lori. What a day, my dears, what a day. I want to uh, honor our prayer chaplains. If those of you on duty would stand. These folks come in and hold the space. Keep us in that sacred space. They're here before and they're here after. If you are coming in via Zoom, (laughs) I mean live stream. There's a slip. Live stream. There is also a prayer chaplain on duty and a number that you can reach them is on the screen. I want to thank these prayer chaplains, all of them, but especially those today. Thank you. And you may be seated. Do we have kids? We have kids. We have kids. All right, let's bring these kids in. Stand up. We are
2: walking in the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking
1: in
0: to those who shared their youngins with us. We just absolutely love seeing them. And we have our full breadth of youth programming at 1130. So that's uh, nursery all the way to age 18. And our kids are going through a sacred spaces series right now, so this Sunday, today, they will be looking at um, Islamic prayer practices. And so we'll watch a video and make a prayer mat. So we're really helping kids to learn about the diversity of uh, human prayerful experiences on this planet. And then our unit teens are doing a fair play series, so they're going to be looking about up about beliefs and what forms our beliefs, and how do we challenge limiting beliefs. So it sounds like kind of what you were talking about down bit, here yeah. today. Yeah. So if you want to overcome some fear um, by working with children, then come and talk to me because we have openings on our team. So thank you. All right, thank you very much,
1: Cassidy. Our kids and their volunteers. Spidey's in the house. Did you see? Spidey is in the house. Yes. Woo! I also want to uh, thanks to our to our musicians, to Ian and David and Judy, and oh, what's her name over there? Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> and also uh, Lisa. Yes, our ASL. Yes. And the guys on the camera, uh, the, I'm sorry, the individuals on the camera and the guys in the booth, what a blessing, what a blessing we are to all, yes? So don't forget, check out what's going on this week, there are a lot of things going on, a lot of activities, um, so let's check it out and join us as we do that as well. And now, let us say our prayer for protection and then sing out our peace song. And as Reverend Reverend Kevin mentioned the last two Sundays, when you sing that peace song sing it from your heart our world is in need of some peace and it begins where right here right here so let us say our prayer for protection the light of god surrounds us i am light the love of god enfolds us i am love the power of god protects us i am power and the presence of god watches over us I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is well. Let's sing.